This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. My responsibility is to train up healthy, fruitful, capable adults. I'm not there to give them a happy childhood, primarily. I, I want them to have a happy childhood, but that's not my primary goal and objective. God's primary goal and objective where you're concerned is not to make your life easy, give you all kinds of good stuff and make sure you're always healthy and prosperous and everything's smooth and going easy and you never scuff your knees or get a bloody nose. Or, no. No, he's, he wants to grow you into a spiritual giant if you'll let him. God's goal is for you to be fruitful. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that God wants to train us up to be spiritual giants. His goal is not for everything to always run smoothly and to be easy. His goal is that we become fruitful for him and for his kingdom. Let him grow you into a spiritual giant. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 27 with today's message. His love is the man. I had a, an encounter three or four years ago. I was riding along with one of the police officers. You know, as a chaplain, they ask us to, to ride a shift with an officer at least once a month or so. And I was riding with this officer. It was like, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, something like that, Friday night, Saturday morning, middle of the night. And we get a call to go to a traffic accident inside a parking garage. So we get there, and, and sure enough, you know, you've got two or three people in one car and one extremely drunk man, young man, in another car. And he has backed into the, these people are coming into the garage and he, he backs into them. Not a lot of damage, but some damage. But, but the point is he's behind the wheel and he's trashed. This guy's drunk. Mid thirties, early to mid thirties. Well, after a few minutes with the officers talking with them and, and, um, he, he finds out almost immediately that the 30 year old man is driving his father's car and his father is a retired police officer. In his 70s, and he's on the way. Daddy drives to the garage, writes a check for like $1,200 to the other people, and, and, and takes little Johnny home. How sad. How sad. Because one day, listen to me, one day fairly soon, Daddy's going to die, and little Johnny's going to end up in prison. Because the pattern of behavior is such, it's not a change. Do you understand? He's been trained that he's entitled to a bailout, that he's, the rules don't apply to him. He's entitled to get off with not even a slap on the wrist. It was amazing to watch this guy manipulate his dad. Because he's one of these, you know, he's, you know, just cocky, belligerent, drunk, until daddy shows up. 
And then the shoulders drop, and he's sucking up to dad. And he's, oh, yeah, you know, dad, I don't know what happened. You know, I know, yeah, I mean, I had a couple of beers, but I'm just, I'm really sorry. And, you know, it won't happen again. I'll pay you back. You know, I'll pay you back. And you know, he's not going to pay him back. You've never paid him back. Soft choices. Soft choices. They have horrible, hard consequences. When you, when you do the easy thing, it was the easy thing. The hard thing would have been for dad to say, you know what? When they let you out tomorrow morning, I will pick you up at the Dade County Jail. Wait for me. I'll be there about 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. That would have been the hard thing. But how many times would Daddy have to do that before little Johnny woke up? I know some of you will argue with me. You're free to be wrong. (laughs) We need to be willing to make hard choices. And guys, listen, a little caveat that I'll get into more next week. You need to understand God doesn't make soft choices. God doesn't make soft choices. He loves you devotedly, perfectly. He will make the hard choices where you're concerned. If for the sake of your eternal well-being, you need to go through some hard stuff, then plan on going through some hard stuff because he's so devoted to you. You know, I do my best where my children are concerned to keep in mind that my responsibility is to train up healthy, fruitful, capable adults. I'm not there to give them a happy childhood, primarily. I, I want them to have a happy childhood, but that's not my primary goal and objective. God's primary goal and objective where you're concerned is not to make your life easy, give you all kinds of good stuff and make sure you're always healthy and prosperous and everything's smooth and going easy and you never scuff your knees or get a bloody nose. Or, no. No, he's, he wants to grow you into a spiritual giant if you'll let him, if you'll cooperate with him. And he never makes soft choices. He always does the right thing. The second point that I want you to ponder, circumstances are not always a reliable guide. You know, when we're, when we're trying to plot a course, when we're looking for guidance from the Lord, Lord, I'm not sure what to do in this situation, Father. You know, I remember when, when I was getting ready to come down here. Well, I didn't know I was getting ready to come down here, but I, I was, you know, managing a shoe store up in Georgia, 23 years old, 20, well, no, 20, 25, praying, agonizing, Lord, I know this is not what you want me to do for the rest of my life. I know that, that you're calling me to ministry, that you want me to be active with my Christianity, that, you know, I'm, I'm working like 70 or 80 hours a week all the time with this. And I know this is not what you want me to do. And just what do you want me to do? And so I felt that he wanted me to put in an application with this one organization, this missionary organization, Last Days Ministries, Keith and Melody Green. So I filled out the application, and it took me hours to fill it out. I mean, it was like buying a house or something. They wanted to know everything about my life and my parents and my church and how I came to know the Lord and share your testimony and what do you plan to do, you know, why do you want to come here? What do you plan to do after you come here? And I'm telling you, it was like writing a book. It was thick, and I I go through it, and I did it prayerfully. Lord, if you want me, just open the door, Lord, if you want me to do this. Now, I want you to think about Paul's situation here. He knows he's supposed to go to Rome. It's already been two years, so he's already thinking, I'm behind schedule. I'm going to Rome. Lord, just give us an open door here. The centurion says yes. The ship's owner says yes. The captain says yes. They take a poll. Everybody says, yeah, let's go for it. That's an open door to disaster. You know, I wonder what would have happened to me if I'd end up at last day's ministry in Tyler, Texas. By the way, the only place hotter than Miami in the summer, 
Tyler, Texas. Trust me, I was there one July. Unbelievable. Last Days Ministries prayed over my application and sent it back to me, and it was neither a closed door nor an open door. I was so confused. They said, we think you should go to Youth with a Mission. And I'm like, I I remember saying, God, Youth with a Mission? I'll have to quit my job and sell everything and, and it'll, cause it, they want you to be there for six months instead of just, I think it was 10 weeks with last day. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Comfort and ease. I can't, I can't quit my job and sell everything. And that's, you know, maybe I could take a leave of absence for 10 weeks and, you know, they, they, the company would let me do that. And then I could go and do this training and everything and I'd still be able to have, but I can't, oh, Lord. Confusion. Paul's circumstances look good, except for the fact that apparently he knew. Maybe he had a word from the Lord, even though there's a soft wind and we shouldn't be doing this. Circumstances are not always your best guide. They they can they can play a part. They should play a part. God will use your circumstances at times to confirm the guidance that He's giving you by His Spirit. But do you understand that the Bible says Paul wrote. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. He wants to speak into your life. He wants to give you direction. Now, you have to get quiet in his presence and be able to, you know, hear his voice. You have to actually set everything else aside and open your Bible and get out a journal and and, and spend time in his presence. When's the last time you fasted and prayed for direction from God, guidance from the Lord, rather than just doing what you thought was best? Man, we need to be serious about following Jesus Christ. You know, point number three, as we're pondering the things that we can learn from this that, that will affect our lives and, and, and make us stronger in our walk and, and more fruitful and effective, point number three is that Christianity is not a democracy. You know, in the United States of America, we think everything should be a democracy. I can't tell you how many times I've had people want me to put something to a vote in the church. And my response is always the same. No, no, we're not going to vote on it. Now, I will pray with the leadership. I'll pray with, with Rick and JP and, you know, we'll seek the Lord. I don't, I, you know, it's, it's not a, a dictatorship kind of a situation either. Democracy protects us from despots, but do you understand God wants to be in charge? God wants to lead. God wants to be the one giving input and direction. In this particular situation, I want you to take note. Because it's a common occurrence, guys. It's a common occurrence. The majority is often wrong. That's all we have time for today. Pastor Robert has much more to teach us from the pages of God's Word on the next edition of Main Thing Radio. Before we go today, we'd like to ask you to prayerfully consider joining us in moving the Word of God forward through financially contributing to Main Thing Radio. Here's Pastor Robert to tell you more. I love that God's Word is moving through the nation and that all of us here at Main Thing Radio get to be a part of that. Producing quality editions of this program does incur costs, however, and that's where we're asking for your help generous financial support from believers like you make these broadcasts possible. For donations of $20 or more, I'd like to say thank you by sending you a copy of my wife Elizabeth's book, Come Fill the Gap, 30 Days in the Song of Solomon. This isn't a self-help book, rather it's a renewing of a passionate relationship with Jesus through a month-long study of the pages of the Song of Solomon. 
If you'd like to contribute to the ongoing teaching of God's Word here at Main Thing Radio, just click on the Donate button at the top right of the MainThingRadio.com webpage. Thanks, Pastor Robert, and thank you for prayerfully considering joining us in this way. Pastor Robert will continue to share God's Word with us on the next edition of Main Thing Radio.